Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rachel Unpack Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Medina, and on this um, podcast, we talk about life's baggage. We basically unpack life's baggage together, uh, and we talk about everything from mindset to wealth to faith and all that fun stuff. Um, And so today's topic is going to be a really interesting one. I'm going to warn you now. (laughs) This is going to be a way out uh, uh, episode of the podcast because I am doing something that I've kind of hinted about doing for a long time. And then I drag my feet and I drag my feet and I drag my feet. But let me tell you something. I haven't just dragged my feet on this on the show. I have dragged my feet on this for like several years in my life and every day there's not a week that goes by that I don't think oh my gosh am I supposed to be sharing this story um so want to hear it here it goes don't forget to follow me on social media at Rachel Medina 101 or you can follow the show at Rachel Unpacked okay I am going to share with you the various times that I have had encounters with heaven God, things of that nature. Okay, so prepare yourself um, because the backstory on this is is that with everything going on with COVID and pl- the pandemic, you know, people seeing the pandemic, right? The pandemic, um, coronavirus, and all the you know lockdowns and the world economy and all these different things. It is undeniable that we're going through some kind of major shift. It's not only historical; it feels spiritual to a lot of people. And um, I have been inspired by various um, young people, you know, in their twenties that have taken to social media to really urge others to get closer to God and to and to pr- and to be in prayer and things like that. I've been really um, inspired by it. Uh, they're sharing their dreams and visions and experiences that they've had. Um, and I'm learning from this young generation that it is meant to be shared. Um, so one thing I need to preface is that I was actually raised Catholic, but not religious in any way. Um, I didn't really read my Bible growing up or anything besides my catechism when I was t- you know, 10. I didn't really you know, I wasn't really, um, you know, spiritual in that way or religious or anything like that. So some of what I'm going to share with you, I'll be sure to mention that this was like before, um, you know, I became, you know, before I dedicated my life to Christ, um, or after. Okay. I'm going to start, I have so many, by the way, stories. Um, and I'm going to start with one from my 20s because the one in my that happened in my 20s was really profound and when I shared it actually with my mother-in-law she was the one who was urging me to tell the church um and I was like uh yeah no I'm not gonna be doing that (laughs) so um let's get into it so there is something that the Christian churches in the West here in the United States um, because and I say that because when you travel the world you realize that the churches in other countries they're Catholic right Um, Roman Catholic Irish Catholic things like that but in here in the United States there's a lot of evangelical churches like Joel Osteen's church and T.D. Jakes and and Calvary Chapel and all those types of churches and so it's a little bit different right Um, so with that being said I now know, I now know that Christians um, here in the United States really believe in a couple things. They believe in something called the rapture and they believe in things called the tribulation and stuff like that. Um, It's not that they believe and the Catholics don't, it's that they actually teach it, you know, they teach it and where Catholics don't really focus too much on that. 
So um, what I'm about to share with you happened to me before I knew what the word rapture was, before I even knew what it was, okay? So I have this vision or dream. I'm going to flip you know, back and forth because at the time I didn't know the difference. Now I, I do know the difference. Um, I guess I can just tell you with a dream, you know, you have an experience and you might have trouble recalling um, some of the moments in the dream, some of the characters in the dream. Um, and over time, your memory about that event um, that you experienced could fade with a vision it's seared it is seared in you it is like boom just as well as you know your name and your date of birth you know that exact same thing it's um easier even to remember than things you actually may have experienced in your life that you just over time forget you just don't forget the visions it's the best way i know how to describe and how i have now come to identify the differences um i'm not a psychic i will say that too i'm not a psychic i'm not like a spiritual healer nothing like that um in fact in my in my life before um i dedicated it to christ i was a regular female you know I used to like to go dancing and drinking and hanging out and joking and just all this kind of crazy stuff living my life to the fullest and I just didn't have a care in the world I thought I was a good person I really felt like I meant well on everything I did and I wasn't a malicious person I wasn't really a backstabber or anything like that but at the end of the day I just wasn't um living a very Christian like life um and I just didn't realize the difference okay I know it's gonna sound crazy to some of you guys who maybe um, grew up Christian and who have been super dedicated to your faith your whole life I just it just wasn't like that for me okay so um, here I am I'm in my 20s I can't tell you exactly if I was like 23 or 25 but I was in my 20s and I have this vision or dream whatever you want to call it that I'm at an outdoor mall and now I live in Southern California and it's very common to go to an outdoor mall you know you have them in LA and Beverly Hills and you have them out more by me in the inland area and so in my view I was at an outdoor mall and um, picture like the Grove in Los Angeles um, and I'm with my mom and we're shopping and things like that and there's a couple things that I'm noticing I'm noticing that I'm older I'm not an old lady but I'm noticing that I'm like 20 years or so older so as I'm recording this podcast I'm currently 45 years old so again we're talking like right around that time that I saw myself back when I was around 25 years old I was also, I also saw myself a little bit chubby, like I saw myself about 50 pounds heavier than I was at the time that I had the vision. And let me tell you, hello, if you've seen my, if you're watching my videos, like accurate, hashtag accurate, <laughs> right? So those are two like really great indicators that this, this is more than a dream, okay? Um, because how I look today is how... I saw myself when I was in my 20s and I didn't look like how I look today in my 20s, okay? Um, and we're walking around the mall, outdoor mall, and you know, we're talking and you know, just enjoying the day. It was a beautiful day in Southern California and all of a sudden I happened to like look up and I noticed that there's like a ceiling of just puffy clouds, like just clouds, like gray and white clouds for miles. 
and um, kind of low clouds and it's like oh wow and I look up and then all of a sudden I see a bright light and the bright light pierced through the clouds and it was like a spotlight like a ray of light um, and it was making like a figure eight motion over the sky and when I say a figure eight like motion like a spotlight like a searchlight just swooping by in a figure eight motion over like a huge like 50 mile span so like when I saw the light like a, over ahead I mean I'm probably looking like 30 miles ahead or something and then it and then it swooshed its way back towards where we were and so it was a huge huge area that it covered um, as it did this figure eight motion and then the um, the light comes and then it sort of passes by me like it kind of grazes me um and and when it does that it takes my breath away now I didn't exhale it's not like me like exhaling no it's like me looking up at it and then it just like stole the breath that was in my lungs and it just went like oh, like it took it out like it sucked it up or whatever <laughs> and um and when it did that it instantly put the light put love in me um and the best way i i like like to describe it is that we go through life with from the moment we're born we need love from the moment we're born we need food we need like liquids right you know water and we need love and um and throughout our lives, there are moments, even before we can talk and understand, that we didn't get love or the love we wanted or needed in that moment or in that year or in that childhood or lifetime or whatever. And the way I instantly envisioned it was that like our soul, not like, I don't know if it was like our soul, our soul. I wish I had the words because some of this stuff is so beyond it's like i just imagine like holes like inside of me and each hole represented um a moment in time in my life that i didn't get the love that i needed and so when the light came in and it would it pass through it like came in when it took my breath out the light replaced my breath and it came in and like it filled those holes and for a microsecond I felt an immense amount of love that was so powerful that in that microsecond I felt what it felt like to be whole like how we were meant to be like how God intended us to be and feel um, with regards to love um and then the light swooped away and then it was like ah oh, you know it was like okay and then when it swung back around you know so every time the light passed especially like the first time i felt the love of the light i was able to look into the light and i was able to see that it was kind of a goldish um hue and it was a little bit sparkly like a little almost like dust floating around but it's like little glittery um things and it had a scent um, so the light smelt like flowers, but like very soft, like not too perfumey. It was like very subtle and soft and beautiful, like jasmine and like roses and 
but at the same time I'm saying those words right? I'm just I'm giving you the description but there's nothing here on earth I don't think that actually is that or like compares to it it's just the closest thing that I know of what to compare it to but it's very beautiful there's also music in the light and it's almost like harpy and chimey um and just so beautiful like this soft kind of music um and all this is like in an instant Whew, just the light just passing by um all of this happens and then um so i get excited and i look over to look at my mom to tell her like oh my gosh did you see that did you feel it did you hear it did you smell it did you you know and when i go to look at her she's standing super straight like super straight like physically impossible straight um with her arms by her side super straight like her hands were pointing down and her chin was lifted up super like up and her mouth was open and her eyes were open and she was her face was facing the sky and i i was like mom and i look at her and then i see that everybody was like that except i mean like everybody it was like silence and everybody was like that they weren't conscious doing it they weren't physically like oh I gotta stand up straight no, no no it was like in an instant that's just what they were doing and it was almost like robotic or something and um and then I saw a businessman in a black like a really nice like an amount like Armani black suit handsome businessman and he was on his cell phone and he had like a briefcase and he's like hello hello what's going on hello I mean, I just, God, I could picture him so perfect. And I could see him in the distance. And he's like, hello, hello. He's really confused. Like, what is going on? And I could see that he's not fully aware of, like, his surroundings. Like, he's not fully aware. Like, I am now in the process of becoming aware that, like, everyone's having an experience that we're, like, we're not having. And then I see a little dog, like a little fluffy dog. Like, you would say, like, a little Pomeranian or, like, a little Yorkie or something like that. Like, a little tiny dog. And, and its owner obviously isn't holding onto its leash so it's kind of running around in circles around the owner and it's like barking it's kind of yapping like burp, 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 burp. and the you know you just see the little leash kind of dragging behind it um and it's the dog's restless like it doesn't know what to do and so here i am at this outdoor mall in the middle of the day um around all these people who are standing there super erect having an experience that i am not experiencing to go the level of sadness and regret that flooded me was absolutely insane and i was doing everything i could to hold back my tears and i was thinking of all the things that i thought made me a good person and i was instantly as much as i was like but god like in my head i was like but god i, I you know i fed the homeless or i did this right it was like it would be squashed every single thing was like nope but this nope but that nope you know but you did this and it was like oh my god like i mean so many things that i won't even get into and so i was just standing there and i then put my arms by my side and i made myself very straight and i put my chin in the air my face up and i kind of like try to open my mouth and i and i instead of have my eyes open I, I close them to hold the tears but i could feel the tears sliding down my face and going into my ears and um and I could kind of hear the light. So it was like swishing past. And then it kept taking my breath with my eyes closed. And it just kept going. And it would take my breath. And I'd feel the love. And I'd hear it and smell it. And all the same things repeating. And then all of a sudden, I started hearing like bodies like slapping on the concrete, on the ground, because we're outside. 
and it was just like one after the other after the other so I opened my eyes to take a peek and I see that their souls like their bodies are dropping to the ground but like the light would swish around that figure eight and then stop and then actually like beam you know like beam down and then like take the soul up of the person I saw this happen to my mom as well and what was really interesting was like their soul it looked just like them like uh it wasn't like a smoke or anything it was like exactly them with their clothes and everything but it was like all white and goldish and see-through and their bodies their physical bodies were on the ground and so there was bodies just slapping everywhere and so then I just went oh my gosh it's God and like he's taking everybody to heaven so um, I closed my eyes again and I was like please God I was trying to pray trying to pray trying to pray and I kept just praying 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 and I could still feel the light passing by my face but then I felt it like getting lighter and more and more faint and um, so I ended up like taking a peek and like opening my eyes and I realized that I was sinking in a hole like a round sinkhole and the sky was further and further away um, because I was sinking down and down and down and I was like oh my gosh and then I looked to my left and to my right and I saw dirt and like roots little roots coming out of the dirt from the sides and like rocks and I was like no 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 and I was like trying to like hold on to the sides to try to get up and at the time you know I had like my nails and my hair done and my heels and I mean I used to just be 100% like camera ready all the time when I was a little bit younger I mean all until just like recently I stopped kind of caring as much but um so I was like oh my gosh I was breaking nails I just didn't even care and I was clawing and just trying to like climb up and get back up to the surface at the top of this hole and um then I just kind of heard something say no like it, it's like and in that like rejection all of it came over me I saw every single thing like in my life that I needed to work on type thing basically it wasn't even that it was like all the reasons like and it wasn't even like a lot of reasons it was like a handful of reasons of like what were deal breakers type thing and I woke up um it took me quite a long time to admit to anyone that I had had that dream uh, my mother-in-law was married at the time uh, I had my two sons you know my youngest son Adrian he was just a little little baby when that happened and um, you know I talked to my mother-in-law about it she used to always try to talk to me about religion and everything and I used to tell her please don't do that like you're like oh like you're imposing this this on us and you know your your own son who's my husband just doesn't want to hear it it's causing problems and so I was very kind of like like I thought I was good I was like I believe in God he believes in me cool like we're cool like you know the Bible says if you have a, a you know a faith of a grain of salt you can move mountains like so I thought I was like cool 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 and that vision um, that experience showed me not at all not even close not even close and so I didn't share it and then finally I did share it with her and she was like oh my god and she freaked out and the reason she freaked out was because she understood who I was she understood that I had zero knowledge of these things she understood that I was a little bit rebellious when it came to you know religion and stuff like that she knew I wasn't raised with those things she knew I didn't hang out with people who talked about those things or that were living that life she just knew that and that's what made her know this is real she's having a prophetic dream and she was like you have to go to the church and tell them which I ended up telling them later on later 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 like years later like 
10 years later or something and uh, I'm Catholic so I, took, I did go to the church and the priest wrote it down and he thought it was fascinating we had like a whole hour and a half conversation about it so that is um, the story of my rapture um, now I know <laughs> now I know it's called the rapture I actually found out when I was 30 I think I was 37 you guys when I found out that that's what it was called and I found out because there was like a movie that came on my TV and it was called um, Left Behind with like I think it had Nicolas Cage in it and it was called Left Behind I thought oh that's weird I mean I had nothing else to do that night and so I was watching it and I went oh, wait a minute wait a darn minute this is very close to what I had seen and in that movie it was called Left Behind so you might want to check it out because um, it's pretty close not exactly but very close to the same concept and they called it the rapture and then I started to ask people and research and learning went okay okay I see it I see it I see it um, do what you will do what you may do what you feel with that information um, being in the times that we're in right now um i'm so glad that i had the courage to share this story um my biggest hesitation once i became um once i dedicated my life to god the hesitation of sharing it the reason i didn't share it right when i dedicated my life to god is because i started learning about false prophets and i started learning about um, a whole bunch of stuff and um, you know only God knows the day or nobody knows the day or the hour that those things will take place um, and I also am very humbled now like I look at myself and go who am I like who am I I'm not like an expert in that like I'm not a you know why would anybody believe me like why would anybody look to me and be you know inspired to get closer to God and to give up their ways um, but I also now feel this heaviness, a huge heaviness to share it. Um, I'm going to share with you the next thing um, that prompted me to share actually this um, message with you. And it was based on a vision that I had in December 2019. So just a few months ago before this whole COVID-19 2020 nonsense and it was a very simple one very simple one but it was incredibly powerful and it's that's when I knew I'm supposed to be sharing okay um, all I saw was a huge huge white cross huge huge white cross and it kind of glowed a little bit it wasn't like a light like a plastic light but it kind of had this illumination to it um, and almost like if a sun reflected off of something white and bright but it was just beautiful clean huge smooth white cross and it was on top of a mountain of stones and the stones were boulders rocks pebbles everything together and they were smooth and clean and perfect and that cross there was no sound there was no music there was just the cross approaching us it was moving slowly gliding towards us meaning the world and there was two perspectives it was like moving closer to me i was moving closer to it and also it was coming closer to the planet um and the light from the cross filled me with love once again i felt that love and then i just woke up like when it was super close and i just kept thinking oh my gosh 
oh my gosh he's coming he is coming he's coming like I just had I woke up with an immense urgency like a uh, an anxiety I'm not a person that has anxiety it wasn't fear in any way it was just just massive heaviness of like how do I tell everyone that he's coming how do I tell everyone so I, I really prayed on it and I started you know kind of talking to a couple little people including my ex-husband and just different people my kids you know my son actually Adrian and um and I was like what do I do like do I tell people how do I tell them and the reason I keep saying how do I tell them is because oh my god you guys because at the end of the day it's like we're human right so part of us doesn't want to get made fun of and things like that and it's like but I feel like such an urgency. It's like, I want everyone to know. I know there's only a few people that listen to this podcast on a regular basis, but I want everyone to know. I want everyone to know. I just know that everyone is supposed to know. You have to know, and that's all I know. I don't know the day, I don't know the hour, I don't know the reason, I don't know the moment. I just know he's coming. He's coming and we have to be ready, whatever that means, okay? So that's the reason why I decided to find a way to share it, which this is my first time sharing it because now then we entered 2020 and all this crazy stuff started happening and I just knew, I mean, starting from March, I just started sending people like private messages going, oh my gosh, I just want to know I had this vision and this is what I saw. I don't know what it means, but I just hope it means something to you. Um, I just didn't even know how to present the information. So I just decided today, just tell this, tell the vision and then let everybody feel and decide what they need to feel and decide based on it so that was my motivation for telling you guys that that original one um the next story i'm gonna tell you i'm telling you three stories today i have several but i'm telling you three um this third one i feel like is really important so if you heard the first story about the rapture and you think oh my gosh rachel didn't get to go and you start asking yourself do i get to go and you start thinking like, well, you know, she had that vision a long time ago, you know, nothing's happened since then. But then you hear the cross vision and that it's approaching earth and he's coming. And now you may be asking yourself, am I ready? Would I be left behind? Would I get chosen to go? Am I like Rachel at first thinking, hey, I believe in God. He believes in me and I'm good. Like I'm a good person. I try my best to be a good person. Or are you falling short? The Bible says that we all fall short of the glory of God right? We're all sinners. This next one is going to hopefully provide you the tools that you need. And let me tell you the story and then you'll understand what I mean. So I, um, had another vision and this is like in between the very first one that I had in like my twenties. And then this is more like in my thirties, you can say. And um, what I saw was that I went up into the light. I was taken up into the light. So obviously like I passed away and I went up into the light and it was like a little bit like the movies, like a tunnel kind of, of light, just like a big bright light. And I was in the light, but I could like walk in it. Um, again, we're back to the glowy, golden, glittery light with love and soft music and, and flowers and all that smelling stuff beautiful stuff and I'm walking though in it in the light and I come out in the, the other side and it's a big white place it's beautiful it's clearly like heaven and there's all these people I say like 50 to 90 people that are like beings like see-through people and like spiritual people and they are family members that I never knew <laughs> They're related to me and I never knew them. Um, 
uh, like it's like generations of families um, of family members and they love me so much and I instantly loved them too and I instantly knew them even though we had not shared our lives together okay um, and it was so beautiful and they were so excited that I was there they were so excited and they guided me through and they said okay you know they were just like it was almost like they didn't have to speak it was like we just knew we were communicating with each by looking at each other and I could again sense how excited they were that I was there and they were excited to give me the tour um, but first I had to go to the judgment area and um, let me tell you something you are going to want to take notes on this um, because this this is like this is it you know we think oh my god what is it gonna take to get into heaven and do I read my books you know my Bible I mean and do I go to church I don't go to church do I have to go to church you know oh my god can I cuss should I not be cussing like you know you might have a lot of questions and just like I did and so they take me to the judgment and this is what I see I'm in an area space it's like outdoors but it's like heaven so everything's white from top to bottom it's beautiful and on the left of this space is um, bleachers like a small set of bleachers on my left and on my right there's a small set of bleachers and I am to stand in the middle they guide me to stand in the middle and uh, the people on the left are sort of like elders they're not related to me they're they're heavenly beings they're from heaven um, and they're like with beards and white beards and white robes and they're like judges almost um, and they're like taking notes some of them or whatever and on my right um, were all those family members <laughs> and they're like smiling and they're excited for me to stand in the middle and face my judgment so I stand in the middle and all of a sudden this like smoke pops up a wall of smoke if you or mist or something um, if you've ever been to Disneyland and you've been to the rivers of America and you've seen phantasmic it's like a wall of water that looks really like smoky and misty and it plays these films they play cartoons and Dumbo with music and all this stuff and it's, and it's like wow that's exactly what I was standing in front of but it wasn't water like I said and they started playing my movie is how I can describe it my life movie and it's not it, it goes back in a blink by the way but they play the movie from the moment I came out of my mom and the movie is playing and let me tell you something they showed me a few things first they show you every single thing you've ever done when you thought no one was looking every single thing you've ever done when you thought no one was looking that is on a giant like umpteen feet by umpteen feet big like screen okay and to the left the judges are like hmm and to the right the family are like okay okay like I mean and you are like it's like embarrassment like you know your human side wants to feel embarrassed but it's more like everything's happening so fast that you just don't even have time to feel embarrassed but it's like embarrassing you see everything everything and they're just like okay 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 and then they show you um, all the ways that you hurt someone um, so it was like three three parts. So it was like all the ways that you hurt someone. So something you said that hurt someone's feelings, even the people you hurt that you didn't realize you hurt. So like maybe you talked bad about someone and then it changed 
the person you're talking to, it changed their opinion of that other person and they started treating them different. And then that now hurt the person. I know I'm kind of going around in circles on that. But anyways, anything you've ever said or done that resulted in hurting that another person in any way, shape or form directly or indirectly, if you spoke it, thought it, did it, okay, that's what you are being judged for. And when I stood there, I felt the pain. I felt the pain of each and every person. And I'm talking about the little girl in school who was like, oh, I like your shoes or whatever. And I'm like, I like yours too. Or, you know, I mean, I remember telling the little girl like, I used to have shoes like you, but then my dad got a job. Like, I thought I was so funny, freaking just like, I was a mean girl <laughs> from young, you know, just talking crap to kids just to get a laugh. And all my friends would be like, ha 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 ha, you know? And so I saw all of that and I didn't just see it. And I didn't feel guilty. I felt that person's pain. And then I felt how that has impacted them throughout their life. Every single person every ounce of it from like raising my voice to my kids to like maybe having an attitude with my parents to any friend or anything that I was like kind of snooty with and like hurt their feelings I'm telling you every single thing is what I was being judged on and there was a ton of stuff okay I was in tears by the way because I felt so horrible because I could feel their sadness and their pain and their depression over it the next thing I was shown was all the things I ever did to make people feel fantastic. Like all the beautiful things I ever did in the world without even realizing that I was doing something beautiful. And I was shown um, this moment in high school where this girl with special needs, she kind of walked you know, different and she couldn't really talk right. And, and these boys were like, oh, pushing her around. They knocked her books down. They did all this stuff. And, you know, in high school, I was a little bit, you know, I was kind of a cool girl or whatever. And I looked over and, all, and it, my friends were laughing. I was like, oh my God, look at her. She's like, you know, and they're criticizing her in her moment that she's being bullied. And I happened to go here and I handed my books to my girlfriend. She's like, uh, okay. And I went over to the little girl. I helped her pick up her books. I put them in her backpack and then I grabbed her hand. I said, come on, let's go. Let's go skipping. And she goes, yay, skipping. And we skipped all the way across campus, all the way to her classroom. And then she gave me a hug and was like, oh, we're best friends and all this stuff. And then after that, nobody messed with her. It was like, do not mess with her. And it was something that I hadn't really remembered at all. It was just something I did. And, um, and there was a lot of things like that, apparently that I was being shown that completely like earned huge points in heaven. Let me tell you. Anytime I heard someone talking about someone else and I was like, uh, you know what? Like she's actually a nice person. We probably shouldn't be talking about her. All that counted. All of it counted. Every time I was like having a negative thought and I decided to switch it and just stick with the positive, all of it counted. And so, um, you know, that third leg of the judgment was really about my contribution to the world. My what was my kindness contribution? What was my love contribution to the world? Like, what was it? What was it? And I feel like that was the heaviest one. Like that was the one that I felt like I missed so many opportunities to be a blessing in the world. You're shown, I was shown 
you had an opportunity to do this or defend this person and you didn't. You had an opportunity to give money here and you didn't. You had an opportunity to feed this person and you did it. Whatever it was, whatever it was, you get shown that too. Um, and it's not like, um, a, like a huge awful thing. It's like you're just shown that you what you're meant to have been doing here. And it's not like chasing money and it's not like looking fantastic and, you know, being popular and, you know, it's not any of those things. It is what is your love and kindness contribution to this world? What is it to humans? What is it? And um, so I was shown all of that and then it was over and I looked around and the elders got up and they kind of nodded and they walked off the bleachers and all the family and people that knew me they all stood up and started cheering and they were applauding and I just went <sighs> and I stood there crying and crying and crying because it was really like an emotional experience to see all the pain that you caused and then also to see all the missed opportunities that you had that I had to mend relationships and to really put love first and to put relationships and kindness first over my own ego my own pride my own stubbornness my own feelings um all of that stuff um you know and I just stood there and cried and cried and cried and then I woke up and I snapped out of it and it really taught me a lot it taught me a lot that vision that, that I didn't share with anyone either either unfortunately until now and so um, I really hope that you can take these three examples and that you can really just pray on them, that you can just really ask for discernment about these messages and to see how they apply to you. There's a reason why you're listening to this podcast right now. There's a reason why maybe you didn't listen in the past and suddenly you're like, oh, you know what? Let me take a listen to her podcast. Um, I really, really believe that there are no coincidences and you're meant to be listening to it. If only five of you listen now, out of all the thousands of people there's a reason why it's you the five of you and you know you can share this story if you'd like or tag my challenge was I wanted to do this in a way that isn't about me gaining popularity or likes or follows or subscribers um, it was tr I'm truly trying to do this in a way that is incredibly genuine and giving glory to God and and really bringing Jesus forward and to let you know like it's all real. It's all real. It's all true. It's all true. Read your Bible. <laughs> it's all true. Um, and so, but you know, don't hesitate to DM me um, if you'd like. Some of you are so great about DMing me when you hear stories that touch your heart or that touch your life or that really shift your perspectives about things. Um, don't hesitate to DM me. I'm happy to have a dialogue with you um, about your experience maybe or how this these stories have touched your life or maybe what you know I'm happy to help you figure out what what next steps you need to take how to pray things like that because I've really learned a lot I've learned a lot and I know I keep promising faith Fridays faith Fridays I'm telling you when I've been I'm telling you I have been struggling because I feel like I'm, I want to do it in a way that's not promotional. You know, this is a show. This is a podcast show. And it's meant to go viral. And, and although I would love for millions of people to hear this message, at the same time, 
how do I do that without it being about me? So, I mean, I, God, I, I thought about even creating an anonymous, you know, YouTube to do this. I'm telling you, it's been like months that I've been trying to figure out the best way to do this. And so I just decided, nope, I'm just meant to do it. Just do it. Don't overthink it. Just do it because done is better than perfect, right? So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. Um, yeah, have a wonderful week.